As some of you might know, I love running. I grew up running cross country and I still run regularly as a way to exercise, to get outside and clear my thoughts. I like running by myself or with my partner, Johnny, but I know a lot of people who love run clubs and there's a lot to love about them. They offer a sense of community, support, education, accountability, and maybe even a little competition. For Iman Wilkerson, group runs have changed her life, and now she's supporting others to connect with their local community through running. After coming up with several great wild ideas, Iman created The Rundown. It's a web-based app that brings together local runners and gives them different routes to explore in their area. The service started in San Diego, and it's quickly spread to Los Angeles and beyond. I'm Shelby Stanger, and this is Wild Ideas Worth Living. Iman Wilgerson is a lifelong runner. She ran track in high school, and in college, she continued to run for exercise, but she didn't consider herself, quote, fast or competitive. But then while living in New York City in her early 20s, Iman joined her first group run and developed an entirely new experience with the sport. So talk to me about how you got into community running. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the quick Cliff Notes version of of how you got there. Yeah. You ran a little bit as a kid, but... I ran a little bit. So there's an element of competition that I think um, if you are athletically gifted, then you just shoot for that and just try to want to win. Um, and as an adult, it's really hard to make friends. And um, as an adult, it's really hard to come to terms with like who you are outside of what it is that you do and who you are outside of your relationship. And so... I was a, a young professional in my 20s who was unhappy and um, I was invited to show up for a 5K. In New York City? In New York City. So New York City wasn't an easy place to meet people. It's not. I mean, I went. I was living there. Um, I was studying um, international trade and marketing in the fashion industry at FIT, at the Fashion Institute of Technology. And I was in a relationship that Technically, I had no business being in and I was just carrying on in my life in the way that I thought I should live by what his lifestyle was like. And so when you're pulled to do something that's outside of your alignment, that's where depression sinks in. But I was there for four years. But I remember in like year three, I got into running and then I found right after that race, I didn't do well. So it was a 5K in the middle of the week? It was a 5K in the middle. That's what I love about New York. It was like you'll have these um, really small race, summer race series in the Bronx, Van Cortlandt Park. There's some that are in like Prospect Park in Brooklyn, but they're really inexpensive. And then- So it was like five bucks to show up? It's probably $5 then. And it was, I think probably a run club um, put it on. And then if you placed or if you finished well, then you got carrot cake at the end by a local bakery. So, you know, it was, yeah, it was like, that was the stuff that like got people excited. I would do that. I miss those days of running. $5 for carrot cake. There was no medal involved. There was like no t-shirt. You just show up. And yeah, I ran it. I didn't do well. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to come back next year and do better, but I want to find a run club. And I didn't really know where to start. So I went to meetup.com and I found something that was close by. I was living in Upper West Side. And I just showed up one day by the bridal path in Central Park. And then these people were just like, they're not super athletic, like trying to win races, but they wanted to just run and drink beer. So we all would just meet up like once a week and do that. And then through that, 
I was building confidence within my own self of like running a 5k successfully. And then I'm meeting other people who are doing like half marathons and marathons. And then through this confidence that I'm seeing within the company of this community, I can go back to school, finish school, get good grades, graduate, do all these things. It was like this um, parallel that I was noticing. It just reinforced all the good things in my life. And then everything that was bad and negative just slothed away. When Iman found a run club, her mindset changed. Iman graduated from FIT. She left a relationship that wasn't serving her. And she continued to run farther and faster. Over time, Iman became an integral member of her run club, and she started to lead group runs in cities across the country. So to me, tell me if this is right, Iman. My understanding of a run club is they can be in like any city, any place. A lot of times retail stores host them and they'll put out to the community, hey, we're going to do a 5K, come and join us. And afterwards, like maybe there's refreshments or everybody goes to a bar afterwards or whatever, but it's different everywhere. It's different. So yeah, what what are some of the differences and what's the run club leader's job? Because that's that's what you do. And I'm guessing it's not paid. No, it's at the will of everyone's time and that they're willing to give to the community. So what I think I love about different cities is like how they identify that need within the community. So North Brooklyn Runners was what I started running with like fully. And there was a woman she wanted to run with people. That's all she wanted to do. So she posted up these flyers, like just grassroots. And then people would just take it and just showed up in McCarran Park in Williamsburg. And then because of that, I think North Brooklyn Runners is like the best example of what the perfect run club could look like, right? Because they meet every single day and it was just very organic. It was like, hey, let's meet at this one day. And then somebody was like, you know what? I have time for this day. So let's do track workout. And like, you know what? I can't really do PM. So another person will volunteer their time to meet same day, but like in the AM because it's it's really suiting the community. And it just kind of spawns from there. I've led run clubs out of Brooklyn. I've led run clubs out of Chicago and in San Diego. And they all are a little bit different. The ones in San Diego, I mean, I've let them out of Milestone Running Store. And it's just really quick and easy and convenient to be able to show up to a parking lot, to um, a running store, drop your bags off, and then just start and go from there. But then if you are showing up like in the middle of the city, it really is at the will of somebody who's just like, all right, we're just going to do this with what we have and go and run and come back. It's never really just about the run. It's really about getting the people connected to community with this one common denominator around running. Do you have any stories of people who've been impacted by a run you've led or a run club you've been part of? Right now you lead this beautiful run in Shelter Island, which is kind of near a marina in San Diego and it's three miles and it usually ends at like this beautiful brewing company because, well, you love beer. I do love beer. It's true. I love those who start the community because they want to see people who look like them to show up. So shout out to the Santa Mujeres Run Club. Who are the Santa Mujeres? Santa Mujeres uh, Run Club. So they are Mexican women. Yeah. They meet every Thursday in Balboa Park. They started because they didn't really see anyone who reflect how they looked their heritage. It just seemed very whitewashed to them. And they didn't often show up to other run clubs because they didn't really see themselves within that crowd. They're just amazing people who, I mean, they showed up, they had a very small following, but then 
they grew. I mean, and that's the thing. It, like, if you're going to start a community, just understand that like, you're not going to have like 20 people show up the first day you start. And I think people get really discouraged when they want to start a community because it, there's a small dripling effect of people, but that's the thing. It's like, you're building it organically. You're getting to know people. And then people are going to be like, Hey, what are you doing Thursday? You should come out and meet these women, Virginia and Priscilla, like they are amazing women. And, you know, they encourage you don't want to run, whether it's one miles or it's three miles, like you can just show up and walk or you can run, but you feel connected. You feel seen being women of color who are from San Diego, who are part of the Latinx community. Then, you know, you see yourself reflected and you feel safe and you feel comfortable. And then because of that confidence, it makes you want to go to other, run, explore other run clubs and then maybe sign up for a race. There's always a trickle effect because not often do people want to just like start running to want to do races. So I think this is like part of that confidence I'm talking about. It's like we lose it someplace when we become adults and we lose our identity through our work or through all these other experiences that have nothing to do with us that pull us outside of that. But then when you meet other people who are just encouraging you to run one mile, you leave, you're happy, you're sweaty, and then you show up again and again. And it's those experiences I continue to come across as a run leader or as an observer and want to continue to connect these communities together so that people are seen, they're found, and um, they're not alone. Iman lights up when she talks about the camaraderie of runners. As she got more involved in the running community, Iman found herself leading group runs in New York, Chicago, and in San Diego. Every city was a little different, but running gave Iman the chance to meet new people and explore the city. She loved being able to connect with people and places as she got in her workout, and she wanted other runners to be able to explore cities this way too. How did you get the wild idea to create an app, The Rundown, and Maybe you could just tell us also what it is. It started because I had a company, have a company called Step by Step Run. Step by Step Run. Um, so this was a wild idea that led to another wild this idea. This is a wild idea that led, that just opened itself up into another wild idea. Yes. So in 2018, I started Step by Step Run. Step by Step Run is a running tour company that allowed you to run like a local and not like a tourist. So if you're visiting San Diego um, and if you wanted to see Sunset Cliffs, then we would go on a Sunset Cliffs run at Sunset or a brewery run tour through North Park. But just something that really connects running with the local side of the city so that you're not just only running up and down the boardwalk in PB, which is totally fine. But I mean, there's so much more to a city to want to see on foot. So it's mm -hmm. a concierge run service, basically. So mm -hmm. you're running physically with people who come to the city. So they have a buddy and you're showing them something like the breweries of mm -hmm. North Park, which sounds amazing. Are you having a beer every mile when you run? It has been requested, yes. So if you can handle that, sure. I, I, I don't mind it. But that's amazing that you can. <laughs> the idea wasn't really so that I was doing all the running around, but it was so that I could create a company so that I could hire local runners to offer these services. So whether it's a run tour or you hire a pace partner. So if you're training for something, but you know, you don't really know where to go, or if you're a woman or anyone who doesn't feel safe or comfortable running by themselves at any time of the day, then you could hire a pace partner to run with you. That's kind of awesome. So like if I needed to do 
10 miles at six minute 30 pace, mm-hmm. which is like almost impossible for me. Pretty yeah. impossible. I could hire someone to do that. Exactly. That's amazing. I thought the easiest way for me to find my customers was through hotels. And so I went door to door downtown, presented my services to the concierge and they're like, yeah, we, we do talk to runners and we don't know what to tell them because we're not runners, but we just tell them here's the Harbor. And I was like, well, here are these services that I could offer your guests. And they're like, mm-hmm, okay, cool. But nothing came of it. And I was like, Duh. so <laughs> sorry, you can't see that, but that was like angry. Uh, like I'm going to figure this out. So then I wanted to create an app called Pace Partner. And for about nine months to almost a year, I was trying to create an app where it was like Uber for runners, where you could hire someone right there. And then anyone who is kind of like a, a driver, you know, they would then be pinged and maybe a day in advance or something and confirm and just kind of go about it in a way that we all know uh, gig economies to be. So as I was trying to develop the idea of this, I was also trying to figure out how to connect the local community to all the runs that are happening in within the area. So like in a typical week here in San Diego, there are at least five minimum five run clubs that are happening on a daily basis here. The most popular week is a Monday and a Wednesday and a Saturday. So as I was trying to figure that out, I was thinking I need to give people the rundown of what's going on next year. And I was like, the rundown, that's it. It's not about Pace Partner, not at least not yet. I'm putting this on the burner, but let me focus on the community aspect because To serve community, I think, is like the best thing that one could possibly do. It just, I got this download of information at like 1.30 in the morning. And I was like, I know exactly what this is going to look like. I know how this app is going to be laid out. In fact, I can figure this out. I think I know how to create this app without having to use a coded platform. I don't need to hire anyone. I just need time to be able to just like do it. When we come back, Iman breaks down the first steps she took to build and fund her app, how she adapted her business during the pandemic, and why running communities are so important to her. Runner Iman Wilkerson has always been passionate about two things, running and community. When she was struck with an idea to combine the two, she knew she had to pursue it. Iman's the type of person who is more afraid of not going after her dreams than she is of failing. While she'd had entrepreneurial projects before, something about the rundown felt different. It felt right. But that didn't mean that launching the app would be easy. In order to get the rundown up and running, Iman had to make some uncomfortable decisions. So what you do is like, you've created this app, The Rundown, you're connecting communities to each other. There's also a really cool feature on the app, like do this little scavenger hunt sort of thing through Balboa Park, which is a beautiful park in San Diego and learn about places and play a video while you're running. I mean, it's, it's really, you've got a lot of great things. Now taking that leap is financially risky. It's like, right. you're not a trust fund kid. How do you do it? So going back, always choose yourself. Sure. Like be responsible, see what's in front of you, see what you can do, but like always choose you at the end of the day. 
And if it doesn't tap joy, then back away from something and, and then go towards joy. So financially, 2018, that was my moment of reckoning where I thought I had the perfect job for me. I was working at a brewery, my favorite brewery in this job that was perfectly created for me. On paper, it was perfect, but like I wasn't happy. And so I quit. And then I'm like in Joshua Tree doing the stereotypical, like what is life existential moment. And I realize like all these things that brought me to San Diego is not for nothing. It's not in vain. And then I wrote down like, okay, so what are the things that bring me joy? What do I want to do? All right, I'm going to start a business, but what am I going to do to get there? If I apply for another job, it's going to take the creativity away from me. So, or just drain me at the end of the day. And then I know that like six o'clock, as soon as I hang up that hat, and put on this entrepreneurial hat, I'm not going to have the energy to put life into me to pursue something. If you pursued a, a normal nine to five If job. I pursued a normal nine to five job. So I decided to put myself in a position of discomfort by being a, a Lyft driver. And so for maybe 18 months, I was a Lyft driver. And then I also worked part-time at Milestone. And which is a running story. Which is a running story in San Diego. And those are like, it's very humbling. I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong about being um, a Lyft driver or a gig economy worker. It's just being put in a situation that, you know, it's going to be temporary and you're trying to do everything that you can to get out of that situation because the alternative is either you stay and just do that forever or you resign and then you do that nine to five that you also don't want to do. So you have to do everything you can to get out of that uncomfortable situation. So there's a lot of things to be said about that, about being a Lyft driver. I got to practice my pitch. I got to feel comfortable about talking about myself. And when people asked about what I did, then that was my opportunity, whether it led to something or nothing. It was just, I got to talk about it because it was all practice. Me driving around San Diego got me to really understand the landscape of San Diego. All of these things, I mean, it was not for nothing, but like I took it away because it was, I knew it was meant for me to build towards something else in the future. So I encourage people, it's like, don't be afraid of pursuing something that's meant for you. Put yourself in an uncomfortable situation so you can see how much you're worth it to pursue your wild dream. It's really great that we do have these jobs now for people that are flexible. People need to make money in some ways and save up to do their wild idea. Okay. So now the rundown. So the rundown is a web-based app. It's not something you go find on the app store in your Apple phone. Mm -hmm. So this was an MVP, which is a minimal viable product or a prototype. I created it soon after I had that inspiration, that download. And after having worked with developers and couldn't get the product that I was looking for, I was like, you know, I'm going to figure this out. Like I was given this inspiration. I have this motivation. Let me figure this out. And I did. I found this no-code platform that is a web-based platform, which meant that I didn't really need to know how to do things in script form or whatever that means. And so I created it with the intention to see if it works, to see if my community would buy into it. So this was like two years ago, almost when we launched the this app. And then COVID happened. And so that kind of changed a lot of things. So I had uh, my co-founder at the time and I, we were like, okay, well, the intention was to bring people together, find community, connection, 
find places to go, to meet up, all these things. And now COVID's like, oh no, stay stay away, stay apart, do not get together. So we had to change our messaging. We had to continue to inspire people to run and do these like run challenges through the app. So during 2020, we were building a following and a base, which was really great. And then eventually some run clubs opened up again. And so then now we could actually like tell people where to go safely Mm. to find community. But that's the thing. That was what's really interesting. Right before COVID, uh, we started this. And then during COVID, people had nothing else to do but run. You know, we were meeting or people were learning how to run through us or where to find community. It was through us. And so everything was just like really kismet and just like perfectly timed. So now it's 2021. I have this really great relationship with Lululemon. They heard about what I was doing in San Diego. They heard about LA was like, oh, we would love to have this here. San Francisco was like, we'd love to have this here. So this time last year, we relaunched in San Diego with the Balboa Park self-guided audio run tour through the rundown. Because again, you couldn't come together to run, but on your own, you could come to Balboa Park, do this self-guided audio tour, like a scavenger hunt, listen to run club leaders, tell you where to go, some factoids and some tips about the next spot, which is really cool. And then you could win prizes and, and stuff through Lululemon. And then we launched in LA and then LA was a really great opportunity for us to get people outside of their comfort zone because people are either like West side or East side. But, you know, there's so many great places in between, like in Inglewood, go to Inglewood. People don't go to Inglewood because there's a stigma attached to Inglewood. But if you go to Inglewood, there's so much beauty there. And there's like this really amazing park to run through, Kenneth Hahn Park. So it was my responsibility, I felt like, was to one- show people what the community was there, but then also show these amazing places for people to get outside of the neighborhood to go run. In a lot of ways, the rundown is a one-stop shop. It brings runners together and it helps people explore the landscapes of their local communities. Iman is also using her network to make running more accessible for everyone. It's pretty incredible that building a running community has become her full-time job. You love running. Like you love the clothes. You you like the shoes. What do you love about running? Like what does it do for you that other things don't? It's um, it's just this perpetual motion of, it's a very natural rhythm. It may not feel that way for some people to start, but like I always go back to, you know, we are naturally born runners, even though we don't do it on our day to day. But once we take the time to allow ourselves to breathe into a run, it just something connects, you know, and your brain turns off and you can just allow yourself to just move with the rhythm of your breath, of the pace that you want to go through with the environment that's underneath your feet and your mind can clear away. And then you can just you know, you don't have to be or think of, of, you don't have to be anyone. You don't have to think of anything, but you can just allow yourself. It's just a simple action that takes you from one point to another and you cover ground and then that's it. You know, you don't really need the technology. It's just, that's all like a icing, 
you know, but it's all gravy. You don't even need shoes. You don't really, you don't even need shoes. You know, you could just get out there and just be very natural with it. And I think that's always been like, it's very intimidating for some reason. Running is intimidating for a lot of people. I think they have a negative connotation because, you know, if you ran basketball or football, it's like go run laps, you know, it's running was a punishment. It was a punishment. But when you separate yourself from a coach, just kind of berating you, eliminate that, just go out for a run with no expectation, have grace with yourself. Know that if, especially if it hasn't been a while, that time is not going to, it may not feel great. You know, the second time is going to feel better than that first time, but the third time will be better. And I think that there's like a lot of beauty to the movement of running, even as we age and, and you don't have to be too fast and you don't have to be too slow. You just have to move. Why is creating community, especially through running, so important to you? Because it's never about running. It's about creating spaces for other people to show up and being inspired by other people. Within the running community, we're showing up in our gym clothes, like the stuff that's like in the bottom of like the drawer. And so we're in this situation where we don't really know each other from anything except we all have this one common denominator of like wanting to complete a run and then that's it. But we're really showing up for ourselves and wanting to be uplifted. If you live in San Diego or LA, or if you're visiting San Diego or LA, definitely check out The Rundown. Remember, it's a web-based app, so you can download it from your browser at therundown.run. You can also learn more about The Rundown on Instagram, at therundown.run. Iman Wilkerson, thank you so much for coming on Wild Ideas Worth Living. Your creativity, your perseverance, and your vision is so inspiring. I can't wait to run with you. If you want to connect with Iman, you can check out her Instagram at on.iman.opia. That's O-N dot I-M-A-N dot O-P-I-A. Wild Ideas Worth Living is part of the REI Podcast Network. It's hosted by me, Shelby Stanger, written and edited by Annie Fassler and Sylvia Thomas of Puddle Creative, and our senior producer is Chelsea Davis. Our executive producers are Paolo Motola and Joe Crosby. As always, we love it when you follow the show, rate it, and review it wherever you listen. And remember, some of the best adventures happen when you follow your wildest ideas. <laughs>